0: In the spirit of reconciliation,
1: the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hi and welcome to Curious Freedom with Kirsty Frugia and friends. I am your host Kirsty Frugia and today I have a brand new friend on with me, Alicia Cohen. Welcome Alicia.
2: Hey Kirsty. thanks so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be talking with you today.
1: I'm so excited to. So we are talking about decluttering your mind and productivity and everything that you are known for. So introduce yourself to our curious ones.
2: Yeah. Hey, everybody. Oh, I love that. Curious ones. Hey, curious ones. (laughs) I am Alicia Cohen. I am a wife. I'm a mom of three. I'm a homeschooling mom. And I am the owner of Alicia Cohen Designs, where I teach intentional planning, effective productivity and important mindset shifts. increasing peace, calm, confidence in our lives, all while focusing on what matters most. And I teach this stuff to busy moms who aren't looking for Band-Aid fixes, who want real results, real deep dive into the areas of planning and productivity to get lasting results. And I do this because I was that mom. I was that overwhelmed and frazzled mom. I was stuck, but Once I figured out what works with planning and productivity, and it was such an amazing relief, I said, okay, I got to teach this stuff to other moms so that they can cut to the chase and get results faster so they don't have to go through all the struggling that I went through to be able to get to that place of feeling good about the day-to-day and being able to focus on what matters most.
0: Yay. So
1: that's, <laughs> that's you. And yeah. tell us where you live in the States because it's clearly not in Sydney, Australia.
2: Oh yeah. So I, I don't live in Australia. <laughs> I live in the US and I'm in the Eastern part of the US.
1: Yay. Yeah. So you have always been well-organized though. So you're different from me because I was used to be a red hot mess. You've always been well-organized, but we were both overwhelmed. Yes. So we have that in common. We were both overwhelmed and frazzled and stressed about how can I not do this adulting and this mumming. So tell us about the change that happened for you and and what those light bulb moments were and what happened for you and what you now teach people. Yeah, that's
2: a really great thing to talk about because I feel like some people come from what you're saying, right? I was a hot mess and then I figured some things out and now I'm doing better, right? For me, I wasn't, like, I was organized. I was super organized. I had an organized calendar and an organized to-do list. My house, you know, things were organized, but I was still so overwhelmed. I would get to the end of the day and feel like I was a failure because I hadn't completed my list and I was so frazzled and it was really not fun. And it was so baffling to me because I thought, how is it possible that I am so organized and yet still so overwhelmed? What is missing? And I'll tell you something like slightly off topic that was missing. Well, slightly off topic for me, but not off topic for you, Kirsty, which is that what I discovered was, mi- was missing was I was super organized, but I hadn't discovered the world of decluttering. And so I had a lot of stuff, very well organized stuff, but it was like I was shuffling around my stuff and putting all of this stuff into beautiful baskets and files and whatever And it's like, but why do I have all of this stuff? So that was like part one. I mean, it's not what I'm, you guys are getting like a little extra nugget today that I don't know that I've ever actually shared that on a podcast guest interview before (laughs) is that I started, like I was super organized, but I had so much stuff and it was because no one or never had I really come across, I'm sure I had heard of decluttering before, but I never actually thought, oh Decluttering is the first step. Like First, we declutter, and then we organize the stuff that we actually want. But instead, I had just been kind of toting around from childhood into college into adulthood. I had just taken all my stuff along with me and organized it very nicely and then realized, oh, I don't need to keep organizing all this stuff. If I decluttered the stuff and then organized what I actually want to have, yes. that would probably be good. So that was like kind of part of the discovery and part of the transformation. But then the other part was realizing what works and what doesn't work when it comes to planning and when it comes to productivity. And I had a beautiful color-coded, categorized to-do list, and I discovered that actually a categorized to-do list isn't the way to go, and instead a prioritized to-do list is far superior in what I teach and in my method, you know, I teach all of this inside of power up your productivity, which is my three phase program where I go through all of my planning and productivity goodness (laughs) for people. Mm -hmm. and, And I teach about this where it's really important that it's prioritized and not categorized. And the reason is because when it's prioritized, we can open up our to do list. And I actually teach a to do list system, not just a not just a plain old to-do list, but actually a system, a prioritized to-do list system. Because when we have it like that, we can go into the system and we immediately know what's the priority, what's important to me, what matters most, what do I do next? When we have a categorized system, it looks really cool, it's really pretty, it's all nice, and here's my category for home, here's my category <laughs> for self-care, here's my category for the kids, the holidays, You know, this, that, and, and everything, yes. right? But you open it up and you're like, well, look at all of these categories and which one do I do next? Like what's on the menu for today? I don't know because you could pick any category, but which one is it going to be? Well, when you have a prioritized system, all the categories, all the stuff from the categories, it's all still in there. But now you can open it up and within 20 seconds, you know what you need to do next. As opposed to with a categorized system, it's like, well, I look through this category and then that category, you know, the kids category and the house projects category and the whatever it is, the the holidays category. You know, oh well, what do I need to do? Right? Well, you you have to kind of dig through and figure it out. Now, maybe you have a categorized system that works for you, and if you do, then just don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you're you if you have a to do list and you just think, why isn't this working? Why am I so frazzled? Why do I get to the end of the day? and feel like i got nothing done and then you just try to do it all again faster tomorrow cuz that was me and it never worked and it was just so discouraging and disheartening cuz every day like i said i would get to the end of the day and i'm like uh oh, i feel like i just failed and what happened and why didn't i get quote unquote anything done but you know it's this thing where you run around all day putting out fires well that was me cuz it was like whatever was the next urgent thing that caught my attention that's what I did because I didn't have a system, I didn't have things prioritized and i and I wasn't being intentional about it. I was super organized about it, like I said, but I wasn't doing what it is that I do now, and so I share all this because if you are listening and you're you know if you out there what what did you call them curious curious people? ones
1: curious yeah, ones. curious ones
2: <laughs> I like that um so if if all the curious ones out there are listening and thinking you know wherever you are on the spectrum of being organized or disorganized whatever it is for you if if you happen to resonate with what i'm sharing like oh yeah i kind of feel like i am kind of organized but i don't understand why i seem to still be having such a hard time don't worry there's nothing wrong with you <laughs> like don't lose hope it is solvable and so that's why i kind of share all of this about where i've been and and what i have found to, that works best and and really there wasn't some super like one magical aha moment. I mean, yes, actually learning about that, I need to declutter first before I organized that was actually kind of key. <laughs> but, but aside from that-
1: Yeah, but after that- Yeah, but after there wasn't that. There was a one yeah, big just, light bulb moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause, but see, and I also think of it too, like what I also realized was just because I'm organized with my stuff doesn't mean that I'm organized with my time. And that Mm -hmm. was actually a big realization or a big thing for me because I was like, oh, well, everyone would be like, oh, Alicia, Alicia's so organized. Like my friends, this is like going way back to high school, but my friends in high school, they would tease me about, like lovingly tease me about how organized my locker was at school and my books were positioned just so and my locker was so clean and, you know, everything. And so it was like, well, how am I that person? But yet I feel so frazzled. And it was because it doesn't necessarily translate just because you're organized or it doesn't mean, you know, how to also be effectively productive. And so I had to, or not, I had to, I chose to kind of pursue this path of learning and research and Oh, reading books and trying different apps and going to different online workshops and things like that. And just really trying to discover how am I going to do this? And what am I going to do so that I can actually feel like I can breathe and so that I can get to the end of the day and feel successful and confident and calm and feel like, you know what, I can be effective. I know what I need to do and I can do it. And also I can do that while still focusing on what matters most to me in my life. And so when I played around with different strategies and techniques and just really just experimented. That's why I said in the beginning, it was like, I really want to help other women, other moms cut to the chase and not have to go through all of the researching and trial and error like I did. And so that's why I teach my program, Power Up Your Productivity, to help moms get there faster. That's why I do what I do because I help myself. And then shortly after, A few weeks later, I had a friend. I mean, I still have this friend, but at the time, you know, she was lamenting similar woes about Alicia. I'm so, I'm so stressed, and my to do list, and I'm so overwhelmed, and blah blah blah. Right, same exact stuff. And I was like, well, friend, how about you try these things that I tried? And she tried them, and they worked for her. And I was like, all right, I think I might be onto something here. (laughs) Like, it helped me, it helped my friend. So I was like, okay, how many other moms are out there that could use this? Information and maybe feel like, hey, why can't I just seem to get on top of this? And it's like, well, have you discovered decluttering and organizing? And if not, go talk to go talk to Kirsty. <laughs> and have you <laughs> discovered also that just because you're organized doesn't mean that you know how to be productive and and do that whole dance? So yeah, I, that's like a lot of the backstory of where I came from and and how I arrived. <laughs> so. And so
1: here we are. I think a lot of people are really organized at work because Mm. there might be some systems and programs in place to help you to be organized and time efficient and productive in your work. Yeah. And they can't translate that. Into their home life.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: Um, And, you know, they may not have the support and the structures set up in their home life to facilitate that effective productivity. Yeah. So hit us up with some tips on how to prioritize and how to declutter our minds.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So with decluttering our minds, so I like to talk about the mind swirl. And I think it's important to start here with the mind swirl because first of all, we got to recognize that it's going on. You can't solve, you can't fix what you don't realize is happening, right? So mind swirl, do you have mind swirl? Perhaps you do. Mind swirl is that just constant Nagging and swirling, as the name suggests, of tasks, projects, to-dos, things you want to remember, ideas you're having, just like tick 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 tick, like just swirling around in your mind, will Mm -hmm. not let you go. I said to a friend once before I, you know, figured things out and found a better way. I said to my, my friend, I said, Where is the off switch? Could someone like, could I please just have a five minute break from my own mind? It just wouldn't stop. It wouldn't leave me alone. The constant, oh, this, oh, that, this, that just going on and on and on in my mind. Oh, it was exhausting. It was so exhausting. And I just, oh, I went when I finally figured out how to deal with the mind swirl, which I'm going to tell you in a minute, it was amazing. It was it was like, oh, this is what I've been missing Okay. Hooray. So yeah. So the minds roll. So we got to start there. And the reason we got to start there is because you have to, or you don't have to do anything actually. So I'm going to, I'm going to change what I said. You don't have to do anything. You are a grown adult. You, you can choose what you're going to do. But what I recommend that you choose is to say, Oh, Hey, I've got the mind swirl going on and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Like I'm not going to settle for having the mind swirl anymore. There's We got to do something different. So let's talk about that. So with the mind swirl, there's also like a close cousin of the mind swirl, which I like to call container brain. And container brain is where along with those swirling thoughts, right, that are taken up, that are cluttering up our mind. We've also got this container brain thing going on, which is where we're also holding it. Not only is it swirling, it's swirling and we're also holding it in like a container, right? And all the thoughts are in the container bopping around. So the mind swirl and the container brain, we just gotta say, you know what? No, no more of this. It's time to do something better. And what we need to do that's better is to have a system and that the system becomes the container, right? So our brains are not the container, the system becomes the container. And by using the system, that's also how we quiet and calm the mind swirl. So let me tell you about this system that I teach and that I recommend. So in your good, solid system for effective productivity and for calming the mind swirl, you need an in-tray and one central list. So let's start with the in-tray. So the in-tray is the place where all of these things that are swirling around in your mind, that's where they're all going to go. So then the clutter is not in your brain anymore. The mind swirl is quiet, the mind swirl is gone, and it all goes into the in-tray. And for an in-tray, you want to tackle it in a few different places, and these places I call them capture points, right, so you want several different capture points and just to say too that what I teach right it's not like I sat down, I told you I researched right, I read and I researched, and it's not like I just came up with it in in my in and of my own brain, right I read and I researched, so what I teach it's a Compilation of a bunch of different people and different methods. But if you're familiar with getting things done by David Allen, and you if you have read that book, you might think like, oh, she's talking about some similar stuff from that. And yes, I am, but I also put my own twist on it. Right. So we're going to talk about like the intro and the capture points, which isn't you know original to me. Lots of people do this, but. I have my own twist on it, right? So you're gonna get your capture points. So what are these capture points? They're, they're the places in your life where you are most often and you're also having thoughts most often. So for me, for example, in my kitchen, right? Kitchen is kind of the heart of the home, they say sometimes, right? So in my kitchen, we have a command center and command centers can look, you know, any shape and size kind of thing. But for ours, part of our command center, it has a blackboard on it. So that's one place. So when thoughts are coming to me, and I need to get them out of my head out of the swirl in my mind and out into my system, that blackboard is one place that can happen. And another place which is really key is having a digital place. So most people have smartphones. And so I recommend that you get an app on your phone. Now you can use whatever works for you. I happen to recommend Microsoft to do, and the reason I recommend that is because it's free, it's available for Android, it's available for iPhone, and it's also available on your desktop computer. So you can use it in any of those places. And I'm not affiliated with Microsoft. I mean, wouldn't that be nice? But I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't get any. I don't get any commission or cut from mentioning their app. It's just the app that I use personally. It's the app that I teach in Power Up Your Productivity and also in my free workshop. I teach this exact app and how to use it to create the prioritized system, like we talked about the prioritized to-do list. So get Microsoft to-do on your phone or other options would be something like Evernote, Google Keep, a lot of people like Trello. I know Trello is a popular management tool that a lot of people are interested in. So get something digital for yourself. And in that digital place, that's going to be another place where you have an in tray for this capturing of the thoughts. Uh, another one that uh, I love are <laughs> Aqua Notes. It's a little pad of paper that can go yes. in your shower. Do you have Aqua Notes?
1: No, but when you said, where is a place that you need to capture your ideas? My <gasps> first thought was the shower. <laughs>
2: yes, the shower. Get Aqua Notes. They're on Amazon, AQUA Notes aqua notes oh it's it's magical because inevitably before i discovered aqua notes i would always be having thoughts in the shower and i'd be like okay remember this and remember this and remember this and then by the time you get out of the shower write them all down real quick and i would get out of the shower i'd finish my shower and then I could remember like one of the five things or something. And yeah. it's like, this is not effective. I found Notes, and oh my goodness. So now I have that in my shower, right? So I like I recommend that you have one digital capture spot, the app in your phone, and then a few key physical spots. So for me, the command center in my kitchen, the Notes mm-hmm. in my shower. I also like post-it notes, sticky notes, you know, whatever you want to call them, um, those are great too, right? So so for me, you know I've got my kitchen, I've got my office, I've got my phone, and I've got the shower. And for me, that kind of does it. So think for you, you know where do you want? do you want your own kitchen? Do you have, I don't know, an office or do you have somewhere, maybe I don't know, your bedroom or wherever it is your your shower, like we're talking about, but also to try as much as possible to be capturing stuff just straight into your app and your phone? because this will save you time later. But yeah, just make these strategic locations around your house, around your life, so that when the thoughts are swirling in your head, that you get them out. And the the habit becomes, the trick becomes, noticing what's in your mind, what's swirling, and getting it out into the system. And then once you do that, then at the end of the day, you're going to take all of these places, the app, the command center, the aqua notes, the post-it notes, and you're going to put them all into that one central list that I mentioned. And it's not, and this isn't like a central to-do list. Uh, You could kind of call it that, but I call it a to-do list management system. It's way more than just a list. And then this is where that prioritized system, that prioritized list, not categorized that I talked about, that's where this comes in. And so... You've got your intray with the capture points. And then at the end of the day, you're taking it all and you're putting it into this prioritized way of of just keeping everything, keeping everything for yourself so that it's this kind of becomes your brain, right? So now your real yeah. brain Your real brain can do what real brains are meant for, the cool stuff that brains do, like analyze and problem solve and come up with cool ideas and create, right? That kind of cool stuff. Not be like a glorified piece of paper. Like Our brains are not (laughs) meant to be some sort of like pretty basket holding all of this stuff, right? No. Like, stop it. That's not what we want our brains to be doing. Stop using it as some sort of glorified piece of paper or basket or whatever. You know, use the system for it. Let the system do the heavy lifting and let your brain do the cool stuff. Like I said, the ideas and the creativity and the analyzing and problem solving. So that's what what I just get really excited about is Because I know, I know a lot of moms deal with mind swirl. I know that I was not alone in having this issue. I have, you know, friends and students, and they talk about having the mind swirl. And it's just like, okay, first, just know that there's a better way. Mind swirl is not an inevitable part of life, It, it can be different. And I know because I've lived it, and I know because I taught my friend and because my students. So it can be different for you too. If you're listening and you're like, yes, please be encouraged. It can be different for you too. So mind swirl, container brain, get yourself a good solid system and then use the system. You Use the system to be your brain to get those ongoing thoughts. I call it an ongoing brain dump. So just whatever's in your mind, just get into the habit. Oh, there's a thought or oh, there's an idea. There's a task. There's a to do. Oh, my kid just told me something. If you're not going to do it immediately right then, write it down for later. And you'll know when you've got this going well for yourself because you'll feel calmer. At some point, the stuff in your brain, it will all get in the system, right? On the paper, yeah. on the, in the app, you know, whatever. And you'll notice like, oh, hey, like, I just like all of a sudden it's like you're your brain and your body and everything, it just takes a collective like sigh of relief. And you're like, oh, I found the off switch. That's amazing. (laughs) Like, yes. And you'll know you've arrived. You'll know you've arrived when it just suddenly, not. and thats it's not like super sudden, but through doing this habit, right? There's a thought, put it in. There's a thought, put it in. There's a thought, put it in. By doing this and catching yourself in the mind swirl and just being good and being deliberate and intentional about putting it into the system you'll notice oh hey i'm not thinking about stuff i'm i'm thinking about my you know whatever is going on as opposed to what just happened or what will happen right you'll be much more in the present Because your brain's not working so hard to keep everything together. Because you've got it under control because you're using the system.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
2: So I said a oh, whole man. lot. What questions do you have for me <laughs> for me Kirsty about all this? <laughs>
1: well, now I just want to ask you how do you yeah. figure out how to prioritize because oh, yeah. there's so much on that list. Like, yes. how do you know what to do?
2: Yeah. So in my free workshop, the only to-do list system you need to get your busy life under control today, I go into all of this in much more detail. But to tell you... we're going to link to
1: it in the show notes, everybody. So you get a link, come check it out, but give us a preview for that workshop.
2: <laughs> in that workshop, I go into actually two modules straight out of Power Up Your Productivity. So you get to see kind of what it's like and you get some takeaways for yourself, like just from the free workshop. So definitely check it out. And so I'll go over it briefly here, but then if you want and you're like, yeah, I want to do that, then check out the workshop because then it'll take you through exactly what you need to do. So for prioritization, first of all, there's like how to prioritize. And then there's also how to have the prioritized list. Let me just start with how to prioritize. I hear this from a lot of people when they talk about what their number one struggle is when it comes to planning and productivity, a lot of people say prioritization is just so hard. And I get it. It is challenging. It is definitely hard because we're awesome people with awesome lives and lots of awesome stuff going on. And it all seems cool. And it all seems fun. And we want to do it all right. Yes, And we can't. (laughs) And and we know that. And it's like kind of sad, but it's also just kind of reality. And so it's like, okay, well, then what do we do? What do we do to tackle prioritization? The first thing that I want to tell you is that it is a skill. Prioritization is a skill. Think of it like building a muscle. So it's not like you were born knowing how to prioritize or not. And either you were dealt a good prioritization hand or not, and you're out of luck. It's it's not like that, right? It's a skill. So that means you can grow it. You can develop it. You can improve it. You can practice it and get better at it. And that's important because then that means there's work to do here. There's something that we can do and we can be empowered and go down this path and say, okay, cool, I can kind of take the reins here and do something about this. So how can we practice prioritization? I have a bunch of different strategies that I like to talk about because maybe one or two strategies will work for one person and then not for another person, but then maybe strategies three and four will work for that person and not the other person. So let's talk about a few different ways that you can approach it. So first, and I actually, I think this first one is really something that is important for everybody. And that's a mindset shift. i Love talking about mindset shifts, and I think they're so important. So, the mindset shift that I like to talk about, or the thing to keep in mind, is choosing between good and good. And so, why this is important is because in our lives, like I said, we have so many awesome things going on, and can we really do them all? Well, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling frazzled, there might be some choosing to do because the reason that this is called choosing between good and good, not choosing between good and bad is because it's not like we're choosing between, well, do I want to join book club or do I want to organize a jewel heist? Like, no, that's not what we're choosing between, (laughs) right? We're choosing between like, do I want to join book club or do I want to take up yoga again? Right. It's not, it's not good and bad. It's good and good. Book club would be great. So would yoga. But how do we choose? Because, it's actually choosing between good and good and good, the third good being your sanity. And I am a huge proponent that that third good, your sanity, should almost always, if not always, be chosen, right? So maybe you can choose your sanity and book club, or maybe you can choose your sanity and yoga, but maybe choosing book club and yoga then your sanity gets ditched, and then you're doing book club and you're doing yoga, but you feel like you're running around and not feeling sane because
1: you haven't yes, chosen your sanity. So that I always matters. forget that listeners can't see me nodding along going, Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love yeah.
2: that. So, and then good, thing, good and sanity. Yes, Like choosing between good and good. And don't forget, choose your sanity. If, like that needs to be chosen first. And then you look at choosing between the good and good because there are so many good things, so many fun things, so many wise decisions, right? You're like, well, I could, you know, enroll my kid in this thing and this thing. Well, maybe it's not and, maybe it's or, because if you sign your kid up for, I don't know, travel sports right i uh, i was going to say travel soccer but then i'm like oh that's such an american thing to say <laughs> travel soccer because <laughs> football should i call it Shall i call it football or you we
1: were talking no we f- call it soccer we do call you? it soccer in, in australia, australia. Soccer? oh yeah. okay okay yeah. well and we uh, also have our own football code yeah. as well just and like separate you guys. from rugby yeah yeah okay yeah. okay well no it depends on where you live oh, because okay. we have rugby we have rugby union rugby league and AFL, which is Australian football. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is my preferred.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, and then we were also talking about cricket, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got cricket too. So I I don't know. Your
1: choices between letting your children play cricket, which is a long game, or going to swimming lessons, which is, you know, only a 30 minute investment of your time or a 45 minute investment of your time. Yeah which one upholds your sanity and which one upholds the kid's sanity as well. There's so much imbalance, isn't there?
2: Yes, yes. So it's, you know, it's important to keep this in mind because, you know, if we're really going to do this whole sanity thing well, we need to be choosing, making those hard choices. And it's hard. It's hard because we want to do cricket and swim lessons and soccer and drama club and piano lessons and vocal, you know, voice lessons, what, whatever, you know, yeah. just all the different and painting lessons and, you know, what, whatever. And I don't mean to sound like a raining on anyone's parade, but, but we can't, we can't, we, but we know that we know we can't, there's a limited amount of time in a day. But what matters here is getting intentional about it and realizing, Oh, that thing Alicia was talking about the choosing between good and good. I need to do that here because I don't need to enroll my child in like after school math enrichment, plus I don't know whatever other thing to prepare them for college or yeah or whatever, maybe just one thing is good or they don't need to be some sort of star athlete and elite instrumentalist and all these different things, like choose because you also want to choose your sanity and the sanity of your child right that yes. that matters so when it comes to prioritization if we first look at it through this lens of choosing between good and good, and where ultimately the first thing that we choose is sanity, then how does your list look? What's on your list that maybe can just immediately be removed when you're looking at it through this mindset of choosing between good and good? So now let's say you've done that, right? So you've, you've done your choosing between good and good, you're keeping that in mind all the time. Well, now what do you do? So there's a few different ways. Like I said, a few different strategies. You can look at your list because if you're trying to decide what needs to be done first, what needs to be done now versus what can wait, I like to think of one way to approach it is think about, let's say you're going to have a baby soon. I I actually just had a baby recently, recently. myself. <laughs> so <laughs> I had a baby recently myself. So I actually literally had to do this this strategy for myself. I had to think about, okay, what matters to me? Because there, there are lots of cool things, lots of cool projects, ideas, you know, in my to-do list management system that I want to do. There's also a lot of things that would be really kind of good for me to do that I need to do, you can say. And so it's like, okay, well, I cannot do or I, I could not have done all of them before the baby was born. And so I had to choose and I had a due date, <laughs> you know, I had an end And a deadline when that baby was coming, right? And so I would keep in mind, okay, what is so important that it needs to be done before this baby is born and what can wait until after? And so, you know, people listening out there, you may or may not be pregnant yourself, but if you're not, you know, pretend. Pretend a baby is coming in three months or something. Well, how does that change what you take on now, what you take on today? Or you can think of, pretend you were going to have major surgery, let's say, and you were going to have to be in bed for X number of weeks recovering from surgery. Well, how would that change what's important to you to do today versus what can wait until after you have recovered from surgery? So that's another lens, a strategy for looking at it and trying to see, okay, what's going to be now versus what's going to be later. Another strategy And this is kind of an interesting one. This is more of a reflection exercise strategy. Is with our priorities, I think where we get stuck and hung up. Well, actually, two things. One is we feel like if we don't do it all now, if we defer something to later, it's going to get forgotten. And that's just not true because. You are going to You've set up it in your system, right? Because you're going to set up a yeah. prioritized to-do list management system and it's not going to get forgotten. You're going to do your ongoing brain dump. You're going to conquer the mind swirl and you're going to get it all in the system. And then it's no longer an issue because it's all in there and it won't get forgotten. And it just isn't its turn yet. It's time hasn't come. And th- that's all. It's just it's not it's not time, right? So what what's the time for now versus what's the time for later? And there's no need to be like, oh, but I have to do it all now because I'm gonna forget. No, you won't. It's in your system, so so you're good. So another strategy that I find that works really well is kind of more of reflection, a reflection strategy that I'm going to give you here in a second. But the reason that this reflection strategy is important is actually because of two things. First is how often in our lives do we, so this is where, this is the reflection that's important, right? Start thinking about when it comes to prioritization, are you getting hung up because what your priorities are versus maybe what your spouse's priorities are versus maybe what your kids' priorities are versus what your mother-in-law's priorities are Mm -hmm. or your own mom's, right? Is there some some tension, some conflict there? And is that making prioritization hard because you feel like, well, I would like X, Y, Z, but my spouse would like A, B, C, and my kids would like LMNOP, right? Or whatever, right? Yeah. So here's the reflection exercise. Get out a few pieces of paper. Think about your priorities. Think about what matters most to you And write that down for yourself. But then also take your stuff and what matters most and then do it through the lens of your spouse or the lens of your kids or the lens of your mom or your friend or your boss or your whomever. And then look at those and just see it. Like I said, it's not really so much of an actionable strategy as much as it is a reflection exercise to do just to see what insights you gain. Because I think the problem that we run into with prioritization is that we're trying to keep everyone in mind. And then how in the world do we have one central organized list of priorities when we're trying to make 10 people happy? So look at it. And it doesn't and that doesn't mean don't keep your spouse's priorities in mind. Don't keep your kids priorities in mind. Right. Like just but look at it all comprehensively and then see how you can weave it together. But I think it's helpful first to have it in the different lists and have it... St- There's something powerful about having it staring right back at you that then you can look at it and say, oh, okay, now I see more clearly and now I'm going to move forward from this place and make some decisions about that.
1: The other thing... And it can... yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it can no. also help you clarify where your values are yeah. different to other people's. Yes. So that... You can more clearly explain to them the choices that you're making and why you're making the choices that you are. Yeah. Like, I am making this choice to prioritize this because of this, this, and this. And that's how it's going to affect me. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be calmer. I'm going to be more present. Yes. If I do it in the way that keeps everybody in mind, but also prioritizes my (laughs) sanity. Yes. And prioritises yes. my values. Because right. then I'm not going to be angry or annoyed or frustrated or grumpy at you because your priorities trump mine unknowingly. Right. Like, and then it also gives you the opportunity to be really intentional about prioritizing somebody else's priorities. Like yeah. if you are able to give yourself grace as well to go, actually, I am choosing to trump my children's choices over my ideal choice right now because of whatever reason that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it just allows you to have a lot more grace when you've done that reflection.
2: Yeah. It's all a series of choices, right? You can choose, like you just said, for your child's priority to trump yours or for yours to trump your child's or your spouse or whatever it is, but just to be, you said the magic word, which I love, which is just to be intentional about it. And if you're intentional about it then that's great (laughs) and you know that's yeah because then you're you're choosing you're empowered you're aware and and that's really the point of this exercise like i said it's what through this reflection what insights can you gain and what awareness can you gain so that you're choosing from a place of intentionality as opposed to just acting from a place of being reactive and also being just unaware And then in that, you're grumpy and you're like, why am I grumpy? Well, you just take some time to reflect. (laughs) It'll help. (laughs) Yeah. So so that's another big strategy that I think could be helpful or exercise that could be helpful. And then another strategy that I think is really great to use if you're still like, okay, Alicia, I did the reflecting. I've got the mindset. But what else? Can you give me something like super concrete. And yes, I can. And it's not mine. It's the Eisenhower matrix. Have you heard of the Eisenhower matrix? So this is definitely like, not from my brain. This is from the brain of Eisenhower, right? (laughs) So if you haven't heard of this before, so picture a square and take that square and chop it in half down the middle vertically and chop it in half down the middle horizontally. And now you have your big square broken into four smaller squares. And you're going to Across the top, you're gonna write important and not important. And then down the side, you're going to write urgent and not urgent. So now you have four boxes, and one is important and urgent, one is not important and urgent, one is important and not urgent, and one is not important and not urgent. Hopefully I said all four of those correctly. I think I did. You did. Oh good, yay, awesome. Woo. So (laughs) yeah, I got them all. I was like trying to like visualize it. I'm like, I've got this, I've got this. So there's the four, right? You've got the four. And so now look at your list, look at your big long list and run it through this box and put them in the spots. And then you're now you're informed to like, oh, okay, cool. I've got this all nicely mapped out. What does that tell me about what I need to do next? And another, a cool thing that I've seen if you look up the Eisenhower Matrix, you can look at all sorts of images and graphics for this, but one that I really quite like is not only is it telling me what's important and not important, what is urgent and not urgent, but the the first box of what is both important and urgent, that's what needs to be done now or as soon as possible. And then if you go over to the right of that box to what is Not important, but urgent. Is that right? I don't know. I'd have to get out my little graphic, but essentially maybe we can like, can we link a graphic in the show notes? I don't know if we can do that. We can, but you can
1: tell it. You go to whichever box you're trying to talk about. Yeah. So wherever it lies on wherever quadrant it is, Right. what box do you want to talk about? Yeah.
2: So there's the, the box that needs to be done now. That's the first box. And then if you go to the box where it's not important and not urgent, that box, that's the box that you either need to limit or delete, right? You either just like delete it and get rid of it or really limit how often you are doing things from that box. Then there's the box where it's urgent but not important that you do it or not important that it's done right now. That's what you can delegate. And then there's the box where it's important not urgent urgent. yeah and then that's the box where you plan it in for later and so that's just a really straightforward and concrete way to look at prioritization so that you can try to make some decisions but then you're going to take all of this information and i told you there was a second piece here right so there's a piece of the strategy but then there's the piece of what i teach inside my workshop well the prioritized system that i teach you're going to break it down into essentially what needs to be done now this week? What's going to be done next week? And then what's going to be done, you know next? And so there are these categories, right? They have names, and I, I, I won't say all the names because I feel like it's just easier to like go into the workshop and, and do it live along with the workshop yeah. and, and get your system. But the, the general concept is you're going to be looking at the prioritization according to time, right? So what is done now, this week? What's done next week? And then what's done next after, you know, after you've done this week and next week, well, then what, then what would you like to take on? And then after that, what's going to be like that you're going to come back to it soon. And then after that, what's going to be that you're going to come to it someday, right? So for me, like someday I'd like to take piano lessons again. That'd be cool. I used to take piano lessons way long time ago, and it would be kind of cool to take piano lessons as an adult. I did it as a kid, right? It'd be cool to do it again as an adult. That's on my someday list. I'm not in a place right now where I... Like really, with went.
1: an 11-week-old baby, you not in a place to do piano lessons. Yeah, you surprise me, Alicia. I know, Where right? is your productivity? <laughs> Why aren't you getting up at 2 a.m. and doing a virtual call with Australia to do your lessons at 2 a.m. in the that's morning? Right. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're feeding at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: Yeah, so with my newborn. It's just not the season for piano yeah. lessons, right? So yeah, but that's on my someday list. I don't want to forget it. I'd like to get to it at some point, but I'd like to get it to it someday, <laughs> not this week, not yeah. next week, right? And so, when you kind of start to build this muscle and, and you start to practice this, then you see, okay, what can I take on this week versus next week versus after that? And and just yeah, go go check out the free workshop, and I'll talk you through it and help you get it set up, but. It's, it's important because then you can open this to-do list management system, like I said back in the beginning, and you can look at it and you know what needs, what, what you want to do next. And you know what that priority is because it's all laid out for you. And that matters. I, I think that matters. That's important because then you're not spending time digging through a to-do list or multiple to-do lists or scraps of paper or categorized lists or whatever it is that you're currently operating from and you're trying to like make it make sense with the to-do list management system in the way that I teach it and how it's prioritized, it's just open and go, you know, it's just you open it and you know exactly what to do. And I like that. And I think that that is super important. And I think that that's what, if if you're really looking to be effective
1: in your productivity, that's the way to go. Yay. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. I love everything that you have to say i love i'm like literally was sitting here going yes 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 yes, <laughs> yes 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 to everything um so i will definitely put a link to the show notes to your um to your free workshop and go to the link in the show notes because then that way alicia will know just how many curious ones are coming to it
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but you can also find her on her website, which is Alicia Cohen Designs. Yep, AliciaCohenDesigns dot right? com. Yep, com. Yeah, yep. it's always dot com because you're American. Yeah. So you- it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, You don't have to do .au for Australians yeah. or .ca for Canadians. Right, so. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: It's just com, And like Kirsty said, check out the link in the show notes, but then also come, if you want to connect with me, any of the places, you just go to my website yeah. and you can find my Instagram and find my YouTube channel and all my free resources and, you know, all that good stuff. But Yeah, check out that link for the free workshop, the only to-do list system you need to get your busy life under control today.
1: Yay. (laughs) Well, thank you for staying up and having your hubby look after your children so you could chat with me today. Thank you for your wisdom. Yeah, it's not a problem because
2: actually I'm kind of a night owl. So this actually worked out (laughs) just fine. Like I was like, yeah, time zone difference from the States to Australia, but we made it work. And thanks so much for having me here. I just, I'm so excited that I got to share with you all today and chat with you, Kirsty, and yeah, so thanks so much. It's been it's been
1: You're fun. Welcome. You're welcome. Well come over to our Facebook page. It's the Curious Freedom community and you can chat to me about your productivity hacks and how it is that you manage your to-do list. If it's the same as Alicia's or really similar to Alicia's or if you go on to follow Alicia, come back and tell me how amazing you think she is. So I can't (laughs) wait to be in your ears again next week. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Alicia for being on today. Have a great week, everyone.